Hi guys, it's Jess. Welcome back or welcome to the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast where I discuss all things style, wellness, pop culture, and whatever else I feel like talking about from week to week. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more serious, a little bit more of a mental health check-in for you guys. I um, had a death in the family recently and was not sure whether or not I wanted to make any content around it because that just feels exploitive or something. I don't know. Um, And honestly, when this happened, I felt like I didn't want to make any content ever again because suddenly what I do feels or felt really unimportant. Um, Without going into details, um, one of my closest friends who is like a brother to me, um, is my brother as far as I'm concerned, was killed a few weeks ago um, back home in Atlanta. Very fortunately, I was there for some celebrations that had taken place that weekend. So I'm really grateful to God that things worked out such that I could be there for my family. But um, this is the hardest, worst thing that's ever happened um, in my life. And I know that's a big thing to say. And it's also kind of a strange thing to say because he's the one who lost his life, not me. So it's, you know, it's a heavy thing to say and it's a heavy thing to feel and it's a heavy thing to know is reality, but to not be able to really still fully grasp that reality is quite complicated. Um, A few things happened surrounding or in the days after his death. Um, I immediately called my therapist, well, I text my therapist, as soon as the sun came up. Um, finding out what happened to him um, at like five something in the morning um, and then everything that followed as long as day of my life. I feel like I'm still living in that day. But as soon as the sun came up, I text my therapist like, SOS, I need you. Um, So I thank God. I always thank God for my my therapist, but especially during this time. And um, I talked to her quite a bit. Like she earned the hell out of those co-pays. And just as an aside, I'm so very grateful for humor Um, one of my favorite actors, writers, comedians said that when he watches very serious dramas and there's never any humor, he knows that whoever wrote that didn't actually experience whatever trauma they're portraying because there is always a little bit of humor in the absolute worst situations. And for me, that was very true. Um, the night that the the night slash morning that this happened, I kind of was planning to have some company in my hotel room. I was hoping to, and um, just in case, I like actually put on like a nice kind of like loungewear nightgown kind of thing. So when I got the call, um, to you know 
come to where my family and friends were, um, I just, you know, grabbed a jacket and ran out. And (laughs) my friends told me days later, they were so confused about why I was so cute at the crime scene. And I was just like, guys, that's really what I slept in. Like, I didn't plan a look for the scene. Uh, That's what I slept in. And um, I'm really grateful for that, just that little bit of humor. Like, it really, God, brought some levity to a a shit situation. But anyway, um, I talked to my therapist almost every day the first week that this happened. And um, I have had such complicated feelings about my friend group from back home where it's like, wow, I really love these people, but some of them have let me down in some really detrimental ways. And I don't know how to navigate these relationships. That's the the space that I was in for such a long time. Um, And I knew that I didn't want to give anyone up. I knew that I didn't want to stop being friends with anybody or, or cut anybody out of my life. I wanted to find a way for them to still be in my life, given the growth that I've experienced since I moved away 10 years ago. And it's very difficult to be an evolved version of yourself in a familiar place. And almost every time I visited home with the best of intentions, I would get triggered and I would have to get back to New York and not start over, but relearn myself again. Um, and it was really hard. And my therapist was saying, maybe this is an opportunity for you to lay to rest along with your brother, some of these traumas. Maybe this will be, um, a transformative time for you to just let some of that pain go. And I thought about that. And, you know, she said, like, find a way to make this mean something uniquely for you. It's like there is no meaning here because this was a very senseless and unnecessary thing, but I guess, you know, I could try. So I prayed on it and um, meditated and journaled. And I thought really long and hard about what that man meant to me in my life, what he meant to so many of the people who I know and love and that I always thought that I was very special because of the way he loved me but he he loved everyone in this very unique way where um he made you feel special he made you feel like he was especially yours um and knowing that I was sharing you know my brother with all these other people it was like wow what a huge capacity he had that I didn't know he had um but I the 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 coming days after that I had this huge spirit of compassion and forgiveness that kind of came over me and I recognized that the reason I keep getting triggered every time I visit home is because I don't actually want to let go of the trauma. I want to stay angry with some people 
and I want them to know that I'm angry with them either by being very cold towards them or being withholding because when someone hurts you, you feel very powerless. And it felt like the only way I could reclaim my power was to be angry and um, not speak and, you know, almost go out of my way to like let the person know I am really angry with the way you treated me. Um, and it occurred to me that that's not actually hurting them, it's hurting me. That's actually holding me back because the person that I've evolved into isn't that person. That person doesn't want to hurt anyone because she's hurt. Um, and I thought to myself, what if I just try to actually forgive? What if I just truly believed that everyone's just doing their best? And sometimes people's best doesn't meet your needs or your expectations. And if you want to continue having those people in your life, then you meet them where they are, you adjust your expectations, and you forgive, and you move forward. Um, because I just knew for sure that these, these are relationships that matter. There is so much, not even history, because I think history can keep us captive to people who are harmful, right? But um, there's so much love there that I just don't want to let go of. And um, I also realized that while I want so badly for everyone to acknowledge my growth, I really wasn't taking any steps to try to acknowledge anyone else's. Um, where I've made it known that like you were disappointing as a friend or as a partner or as a whatever in this way. And I want to hold you accountable for that. And this is what I need from my friendships. I wasn't really giving them the opportunity to be the friend that I said that I needed them to be. And I tried that. And I had some really vulnerable um, meaningful conversations with some people and they were actually receptive. They actually um, surprised me and I got a level of validation that I didn't know that I needed and I hate to say that but um, I'm a human person sometimes we need to be validated. Like if you didn't need a little bit of validation you'd be a sociopath. So um and as much as I believe that closure is a single player sport, having those conversations and opening myself up to actually forgiving um, those people gave me a level of closure that I don't know if I was going to achieve on my own. Um, and I just felt like a weight was lifted. It's like the things that I was holding on to in the wake of my brother's death just didn't feel important enough to hold on to anymore and I really want to believe that that feeling that I felt was him um I I choose to believe that he was putting that spirit of compassion and forgiveness on my heart so that I could process this effectively with people who loved him the way that I loved him and um, who loved me. And um, I just recognize that relationships really don't require perfection. 
and this this is really hard um so many people have been checking on me and I'm so grateful for it but it's also kind of overwhelming you know um I feel really overwhelmed and every moment is just gonna be what it's gonna be uh it's like learning a new normal you know um and today has been okay I just I feel heartbroken and I don't know if I'll ever not be heartbroken over this. I feel like it's just changed the way that I even view the world. Um, that there are people who devalue life so much that that makes me so sad and so afraid and so anxious, to be honest. And um, I'm doing my best to process this, to be gentle with myself and with the people around me. And... I'm going to continue making content because Dez has paid for so much <laughs> of the things that have made my content possible because he believed in me. Even if he didn't believe in me, he just wanted me to have everything that I needed to, to be okay. And he was always, always taking care of me. Always. And um, like he paid for my logo. He actually kind of picked out this logo. <laughs> um, he paid for the lights that I used to record my videos and any like major decisions that I had um, to make about not Carrie Bradshaw. He was a huge sounding board. And I think that it's important for me to continue um, using my platform as honestly as I can and with the best intention that I can because that's how I know how to honor him, because some part of him believed in what I was doing and I need to continue believing in what I'm doing. Um, and I'm sorry, this is kind of a somber episode, but I just want to encourage you guys that if you have it on your heart to move forward um, in any relationship that you have, that you, you know, honor yourself, honor your boundaries. I'm not saying, you know, you have to let people back in who have just proven that they can't, you know, be trusted or anything like that. But um, forgiveness really is for you. And holding on to anger and pain and trauma is, is only going to hurt you more. So with boundaries and with self-compassion and with mindfulness, just do your best to consider maybe extending compassion to others and truly try to believe whether you choose to talk to those people ever again or you just you know resolve it in your mind however you choose to handle it just consider that maybe everybody really is just doing their best and sometimes their best just falls short of what we need and um that's even true for us individually you know we don't always show up for ourselves the way that we should um so if you can recognize within yourself you know, that you fall short for yourself sometimes. You won't expect so much perfection out of out of other people and you won't expect so much perfection out of yourself. Um, so that's all I want to say. Um, I'm going to stop before I get really deeply emotional on here. I can't handle that. Um, I'm not Halle Berry. I do not cry cute. It don't sound cute or look cute. So... <laughs> Um, thank you guys for listening. I have some exciting interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. And 
Um, take care of yourself and take care of each other and do your best and try to believe that other people are, are doing their best. Um, and do your best to show up for people when and how they need you. That's what Des was so good about. Anything that you did, that you were working on, that you were a part of, he was so eager to show his support. I mean, like really show it. And I'm going to miss that a lot. And I hope that God puts more people in my life who will be that for me. And I hope that he will empower me to be that more for other people. So that's all I have for this episode. I promise the next ones will be more joyous. So do your best and we'll talk soon. Bye.